Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Anxiety is a real issue that is cropping up in a lot of young children, particularly now with COVID and heavy lockdown. And as parents, it can be difficult to bring up this subject with our children. Well, my next guest has written a beautiful picture book that will help children deal with anxiety. It's called The Pain in the Chest. It's aimed at primary school children and it's an excellent resource for us adults to open up conversations around mental health with our children. Using illustrations and rhymes, children will learn that when we talk about anxiety, we can find help and anxiety loses its power. Joining me now to tell us more is author of the book Anya Murray. She's a primary school teacher working at Ashburn Educate Together's National School. How are we doing Anya? Not too bad. How are you? I am great. Uh, congratulations first of all. The book is just gorgeous. Really, really beautiful. Um, tell me about yourself first of all Anya. You're a primary school teacher working in Ashburn Educate Together National School but you have a background in psychology don't you? Yeah, so I did my um, teaching degree in Fraggle and before that I spent three years in Manute uh, doing psychology. So um, I definitely think my, my passion and my interest in, in mental health um, and I suppose behaviour in general has stemmed from that, from my experience with psychology and as a teacher. Um, and I suppose like I worked um, with Childline for a bit as well, mm. so that experience has definitely come into it. Um, and then I suppose just like my experience as a human being in general, I think we all know the consequences of, of not talking about mental health um, and, you know, the consequences, like conversely, like the, the benefits if we do talk about it. Mm. Um, no, absolutely. I think, yeah, I think mental health has been such a taboo subject for, for such a long time, for so many generations. And the word has been like almost a dangerous word, very loaded word and, and like, God forbid, you had mental health. It was always something to be um, hidden and not talked about. Um, and I do think that's changing. And I think that Ireland is, is starting to realise that mental health, is it's not a bad thing and it's, it's not a good thing. It's, it's neither and it's both. And it's, it's in, in the middle. It's sometimes good, it's sometimes bad. And, and that changes from day to day, from hour to hour. And it's not fixed. And it, it'll depend on your circumstance and your background and your coping skills and all that. 
Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, a book like this is, is going to, you know, introduce all of this to, to uh, this generation now coming up. And, you know, as you mentioned there, you know, years ago it would have been things like, oh, you know, such and such is suffering from their nerves or they've taken to the bed. That was like the, the key words for, you know, suffering from a mental health issue and the conversation quickly stopped. But, you know, this is very much about opening up the, the, the conversation. But would you have seen uh, um, anxiety cropping up in your classroom personally, you yourself on yeah yeah like definitely I think school is very um like there's a lot of aspects to school that can be very triggering for kids and very anxious I mean school is great modern school is great in that you know we teach holistic education now Mm. and it's not just about academics but at the same time you know because we're teaching academics and also physical education and social education there's so many parts of school that can be um, triggering for children. So, you know, expectations can be high academically, especially at like you might be teaching something for, see, I teach fourth class and you might be teaching something at a fourth class level. And uh, not all kids are able for that, mm. especially now at the minute because they've missed so much of last year and they're missing a bit of this year. So that's very, um, you see a lot of anxiety around that. You also, you know, there's the kids that are fine academically might be nervous going out to do PE or doing a lap of the yard. And there's other kids who would hate, you know, doing group work or pair work because socially they're very worried. They might not have friends in the class or they might, um, you know, feel like their partner is going to be smarter than them or whatever it is. There's so much of school life that can be worrying for kids and like as a teacher I like will always strive for that safe space and that strong relationship with the children to make sure they can talk about it um but again it's not always enough it's it's difficult for for children yeah it really and and to open up it can be it can be absolutely different uh, difficult so you know in terms of the book then um I mean the book is a great resource it really is and I think it's coming at a really really great time for people tell me how the idea for the book came about um again like I suppose you write what you know and and like I say like I was interested in because of my psychology and because of my trial line and and uh you know, my my teaching, mm. it's, uh, it was something that I was passionate about and something that I was interested in and wanted to spread the word about. And, you know, maybe, like, maybe if I was an artist, I would have painted a picture about it. Or if I was a musician, I would have written a song. But this was something that I felt like I could do. Um, so... I suppose that's where the idea came. And I love I love the name of it. It's called The Pain in the Chest. And this is important because this is often the way that children will describe anxiety as something quite physical. Yeah, so the the example in the book is the pain in the chest. But I suppose we know that like that was just one example of how anxiety can be very physical. It, you know, often it's, it's sometimes like a, a stomach ache or a headache mm. or, you know, a child might start sweating or... or not be hungry it can be a very very physical thing and I suppose the example of the pain in the chest is a good um, prompt and and start a conversation for adults to say well well this girl feels her anxiety in her chest you know where might you feel yours or I feel mine here and it's kind of gets the conversation started in that way. Yeah, tell me about the, the story because it centres on a little girl and uh, it's very much about how anxiety affects her so what happens to her what scenarios does the anxiety um, crop up 
Yeah, so it starts off when she's very young and she sees this balloon and she really wants this balloon and she knows it'll bring her a lot of joy. But all of a sudden she gets these really overwhelming thoughts on, you know, what if I take this balloon and the string hurts my hand? Or what if I go to get the balloon and another child wants it as well and pushes me and I fall to the ground? Or what if, you know, I have to let go of my mum and then I lose her? So all these overwhelming thoughts um, and anxious thoughts come over her. And in the end, she decides to not take the balloon. And she gets the pain in her chest and, and walks away from it. And then again, like there's an, the next scenario, she wants to audition for a show. And, you know, she, she starts getting overwhelmed with maybe someone else will want the, the part. Or what if I forget the words? What if the teacher gets angry? And all this um, and she ends up not auditioning for the show. And again, starting school, she can't make friends because she's worried about what people might think. Um, so it takes us through all her thought processes and all these conversations um, that happen in her head. And eventually, she it, it kind of takes us to a point where she decides to ask her mum for a birthday party. And the mum is really confused. And I think this is a really important part because I think that the, the mum, obviously, in the story never knew she was anxious. She kind yeah. of thought that this child, you know, this is just how she is. She doesn't, she didn't take the balloon because she didn't like it. She doesn't like being on stage. She doesn't make friends that easily, but that's just who she is when that wasn't the case. And I think that can happen a lot. I think a lot of behaviours can be just dismissed as like, that's just how they are. You know, mm. that's just an angry child, you know, like that's just a dramatic child who cries when they have to do a test. Not that they don't, think of the underlying condition they just see it as a personality trait when that's not the case and you know actually as you're saying there that's really interesting because as you're saying there you know about uh, crying you know kind of at the drop of a hat that kind of thing we say this a lot to my son we're like oh here he is with his drama again you know because he cries kind of at, at, at little things we feel it's little things but now that you're saying this I'm kind of going oh god maybe and you know I was mentioning this to you off the air but um the listeners will know this, that uh, he has been kind of, you know, struggling with sleep and monsters are appearing and all of this. So I think the anxiety is very much uh, within my son, particularly. But like you're saying there, this is a very important uh, thing to kind of not brush off. Yeah, and that's the thing, because like, the, the children don't have the language yet to explain that. And they don't have, maybe they're not at the stage where they can reflect on that either. So it's so important to be giving them that language to start modelling like words, like emotion words and just developing that emotional literacy so that they can, you know, understand it in themselves and then explain it to others. Like, I'm crying because, yes. you know, this is what I want. Um, like, so they can ex- explain it to others and then, you know, this is why this is why the book is so important. Oh, it really is. And I love the illustrations. They're just gorgeous. Uh, I love how the anxiety is this big, furry, red creature that sometimes grows and sometimes is quite small. It's great to have that image on the feeling. Is that yeah. very much from your own idea, this idea of the red kind of uh, furry ball, I suppose he kind of is, isn't he? So I worked with an illustrator called Brona. Her Instagram is Bunty Lee, if anyone wants to follow her. And she just, I could not have asked for a more amazing illustrator. And her idea of like personifying anxiety, um, that was all all her. And I'm so, so grateful because it just adds a whole other dimension to um, the anxiety for, for children to understand. It's very, it's much easier for them to look at the pictures and see anxiety as something 
separate mm. um, to the girl. That it's not just like who she is. She's not just an anxious person. She has anxiety, and it's it's separate to her. And that you know, when she starts talking at the end, that the anxiety you can see it in the book physically walking out the door, and that is very clear. Um, and very helpful for for especially younger children to understand. Yeah, he's given he's given his marching orders. He's got his bags packed yeah. and everything, uh, which is great. And I, yeah, as you say there, you know the uh, he he's a very kind of. Um, He's a small little guy that lives kind of in our pocket as well um, at the start of it, which is which is fantastic way of, of de- describing it as well. You are very much hoping that us parents and educators and people that are involved with young uh, children are going to get this book. It's going to be a very important resource for us. I, I believe so. Like, I think it can reach, you know, all ages. And uh, it's really just it's just a way to start the conversation and normalise the fact or normalise um, talking about mental health and make it the norm and, you know, again, give the language of anxiety um, to young children. So, um, yeah, so it can be bought from a choice publishing online bookstore. Um, or if you want more information on that, I have an Instagram account um, at the pain in the chest with underscores. So if anyone's interested, they can go to that Instagram to find out more. Yes, absolutely. Congratulations on the book, Anya. I think you've created something that is going to be of huge benefit to children and adults when it comes to opening up this conversation around uh, mental health. I wish you all the best of luck with this and thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you so, so much for having me. Thank you. Not at all. Anya Murray there. It's called The Pain in the Chest. And... What a great way to, you know, bring up this conversation with our children, particularly kids that might be a bit fearful all of a sudden at night and that kind of thing. It might be a nice bedtime story as well. You can buy it, as Anya said, choicepublishing.ie. And um, I strongly recommend following um, Anya on Instagram. She's got a wonderful Instagram at the pain in the chest and there's a few underscores in there. But if you search for it, it'll come up and you can find all the details there. 